Wendy Wednesday with Dr. Hancock. Um, this week we're going to be talking about prayer and fasting. Um, as I have a special guest for you today, um, my husband is coming on and as head of the house and as his help me, we're going to talk about what does prayer and fasting do when we come in alignment and agreement with the very word of God. So the first scripture we want to read talking about fasting is Matthew 6, um, 16. It said, when you fast, do not look sober as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put put oil on your head and wash your face so that it do not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you openly. And I ask him to come on because I know my role as the help me, but I don't know what his role is as the head of the house. When God come back, he's coming to look for the head of the house, the one who's responsible. We all can go before God, but we all have different roles. So I want to hear from Mr. Hancock right now. He's going to talk to us about his role um, in prayer and fasting and whatever God tells him is what he's going to reveal to us. All right, Mr. Hancock, let's go. Hey Amen. I, I guess in reference to uh, as the head of the house, what prayer and fasting means to me, it's all about knowing knowing your position. When you know your, your position and what you are required to do, then you are able to go to God to seek guidance and his wisdom. Um, and a lot of times, because in life, if you are a family with children, there are stages that I like to call it, I like to call it the trimester stage. <laughs> there are stages that your children go through, but when they're going through those stages, if you don't, as a first-time parent, if you don't know what it is that you need to be doing, you know, you have to go seeking wisdom. Amen. But a lot of times we, we, we pull on other people's experiences to try to raise our child. But God is saying, no, I gave you that child. Mm-hmm. I, I, I allow you to birth that child. Come to me for what you need because I already know the child. Come to me for what you need to raise that child. So a lot of times as, as the head of the house, you have to be in tune to say, okay, I need to, I need to pull away. I need to pull it, not from the family. I just need to pull away from the table. You know, I need to get, I need to push back from my indulgence. The, mm-hmm. the things that I love to do. What the entertainment that I, that soaks me up the most? I have to pull away from those things to give God some time. So now the things that I'm requiring or what I'm asking about, acquiring about, I can seek Him through fasting and prayer. A lot of times people say, you know, I'm I'm going to fast for six hours. I'm going to fast for twelve hours and then I'm going to eat. But is that really fasting, or did you just delay your time to eat? Mm, amen. So it's about sacrifice. Um, so now that I've learned, I can't just go to God any kind of way, anything when I really need to talk to him about my direction, what Amen. he's giving me, what's my assignment for my children and for my wife and me leading the house. I have to pull away from all my indulgences. I have to go to God and say, God, this is where I'm at. This is what I see. Okay, God, now how do I bring it to bring it to pass. Amen. I see what you have. I see what you have for my wife down the road. 
I see what I, I see what you have for the children, but what am I to do right now to make sure we're walking on that path for those things that I see in the vision to come to pass? Amen. Amen. And that is so crucial and so important. And I just want to hit on the single women. The word of God declares that the single women is more concerned about the Lord, the things of the Lord. So because your focus is not it doesn't have to be a man. It doesn't have to be children because you are single. And then those of us who are married, then our focus is our family. It doesn't matter. It just means that those two things or those two people are totally in a different position. But it does not mean that either one of us seek God in and left. So when you're talking about prayer and fasting, think about your, your position and where you are. Y'all, it does not mean that we don't make mistakes. It don't mean any of that. It just means that we are in agreement with what the word of God is saying. So, and we are coming together wholeheartedly, body, mind, soul, and spirit. Because a lot of times we are thinking that we are touching and agreeing while you praying and I'm praying, but we never really sat down and, and talked about what we praying about and what we want God to do in the result. Well, if you just praying and he's praying, that's not touching and agreeing. Touching and agreeing is really sitting down, having a discussion about what we are looking for God to do, making preparations so God can come in and do it. And even in the bad instances and think about it when you have a bad experience with your spouse or they do something to disappoint you you got to realize that it's okay you can recover from that but what happens is those things get in our heart and the word of God declares that we need to guard our heart so we have been fasting and praying about things and we realize that in our 30 years of marriage plus years of marriage that we never touched and agreed we prayed but we were not touching in a green. In other words, we sat down this time in preparation to go into the very presence of God. And we talked about the things that we wanted God to do. We list the things that we wanted God to do and we confirm it with the word of God, with the scripture. And when you do that, everything that you ask God for, you got to get a scriptural reference to back it up. So I just wanted to know what made you go on this fast this time? What made me go on the fast this time uh, is it, twofold um, because I felt like in my life and in my family life, we was at a we had hit a plateau to where we was almost considered almost some people like to say stuck, but I, it just felt like we was just treading. So I said, okay, it's time for it. I, I got to shift. The second part is because health wise, you know, we are getting older. You know, and yeah, I go to the doctor and everything, but the, it may be some some silent things that they can't catch. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I wanted to do a reset in my body. Amen. So that was the two parts of what it is. So, you know, my assignment was, okay, God, we at the end of something, but we I see it's time for us to move again. So, God, I need to get with you. I need to, I need to close in with you on what it is that our next step is for the family. So I, we was at a point where we was getting stuck or it, everything became redundant. So I know it was time for another shift. It was time to move. Okay. And, and, and so many times I, I want to speak about some of the things that we've experienced. Um, and during the times in those years that when you experience 
a disappointment, a breach of trust in a relationship, in a marriage, it really puts a strain on everything. But I can say that God has really delivered. He set us free and now he's setting us on the right path because so many times when you go through an infidelity in a relationship, in a single, rather single or married, you go through infidelity or you go through a breakup, it changes everything. So I, I am grateful to God that God has put me and he's kept me in the position that I need to be. I always covered my husband. Even the times that I didn't necessarily like him. Why? Because I am subject to the Holy Spirit. And God is not going to let me um, not do what I'm supposed to do just because I may not be feeling him today or I may be upset or I might have went through things because you got to keep in mind that the word of God declares that there's no condemnation. So in Christ, we have to be big enough to take it to the Lord and, and put that thing on the altar and leave it on the altar. That is the only way our prayer is really going to be heard before God. We can't have any alt in our heart against one another or anything else. Because if you have alt in your heart, God is not, the word declare that God is not going to hear you. So again, when we are fasting and we talking about, you have to love. So again, everybody know that famous scripture, 1 Corinthians 13, um, it, it's talking about love. You have to have love and it has to be of God because if it's not of God, it's really not going to sustain you. And through this prayer and fasting, it is really, we, we are completely at a completely different place. But one of the things we also want to talk about is when they talk about 2 Corinthians, we, we got to anticipate. If you can anticipate the hand and the move of the enemy, I'm telling you, in the word of God, you can. The word of God declares in 2 Corinthians 4, 4 through 6, it says, The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ and ourselves as the servants for Jesus sake. And in this scripture, it talk about the, um, the unbelievers, but what about believers that have all, what about believers that have been wounded? What about believers that had a wounded spirit? Um, it does not matter. You have to make sure your heart is pure and your heart is clean. The word, that's why the word of God tell us to guard our heart. God, I mean, think about an army. You're going to guard something. So you're going to protect it with everything that's in you. So prayer and fasting allows us to actually um, draw away from the table. It allows us to hear God clearly. And it allows us to feed into one another and just really become more connected. If you need a renewal, you need a reset, prayer and fasting will help you win. If you need a newness in your body prayer and fasting will help you win because it's amazing what god has allowed and i guess we never really even thought thought about it in this fast will this be the last fast no it will not um he's going to talk about now some significant um places in the bible where people fast and what were what did what did they as a result of them fasting what did it really do okay so the first one we're going to talk about is daniel how he fasted. Well, with Daniel, I mean, the fast, it was more of a plant-based fast. Um, oh, I 
It's okay. I mean, again, when you when the plant based fast, and everybody heard of the Daniel fast before, where you were just eating vegetables, and we're not saying that. But again, according to how, like you say, we were we were we were at a plateau because we were used to fasting. We were used to um hearing from god but we needed to take it up so those of you that have medical issues and stuff the daniel fast is a very good way to go because it is a plant-based and where you eat vegetables um no you can't have sodas you can't have caffeine or anything like that but think about i want you to think about daniel and when he was thrown into the lion's den he prayed to God three times a day and the king told him, if you pray, we, it, it was the decree that was put out that if you caught anybody praying that they were going to be thrown in the lion's den. But Daniel was so confident in God. He had such a relationship with God that it did not matter to him. And then we talked about Esther, how she was taken away from her, her homeland and she was going to prepare the king, be prepared to meet the king, to do whatever she need for the king. And the king had to choose and how she told Mordecai, she said, you know what? She said, me and my handmaidens are going to fast and I need my people to fast for three days. And it was law that if she went before the king and the king didn't put out the scepter, that she would be put to death. And she said, you know what? She trusted in God and she prayed again. And she said, if I, if I, if I suffer, let me suffer. It don't matter because your confidence now is so connected to God. Your confidence is so in God. It's not about anything else you're going through. It's about what's in God. So you have to make sure that when you are doing prayer and fasting, you're doing it for the right reasons. And I know they have this app called Intermittent Fasting. And yes, it does help you lose weight. But listen, let's go ahead and make sure that we are just getting things out of our spirit, just like we are getting things off of us. Let's make sure in this prayer and fasting season that we allow things to get out of our spirit and get out of our body, i.e. we are losing weight. So now not only did we have a spiritual reset, but we got a natural reset as well. So again, we're going to have uh, Mr. Hancock come on and we're going to be talking about many different subjects this year and to God be the glory we want to edify our brothers and sisters in the body of Christ and if you have an opportunity and you want to send a question please do so um realtalk.h at gmail.com God bless you and now that I mean Mr. Hancock is gonna have have some last minute comments I also want, I want to mention or uh when you are fasting and when you're really taking fasting seriously when I say when you get rid of those indulgence if social media is something that you spend an hour or two hours on you know then you take a break and then get back on again you know with all the different trends with TikTok and Instagram if those things are consuming a lot of your time pull away from that pull away from it and the time that you would spend on TikTok or social media all those different um what you call them? Platform. Platform. All those different mm -hmm. platforms. Spend that time with God. Amen. That's part of fasting. That's the part of the f praying part. You know, just because you're turning, you know, if you normally eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner during breakfast, instead of eating, pray. That's during it. lunch, instead of eating, pray. Same thing for dinner. So that's all a part of um, fasting and praying. When you put down something, replace it with either reading the word or 
reading a book, something about the word, you know, something that's going to be beneficial to your, to your inner spirit. man, to your Amen. spirit man. Amen. That is and so that is important. It. That is so important. So again, we wanted to come. We're going to be sharing some stories that and things that God has brought us through. But this one is is a real. Um, it's a heart, it's a heart wrencher with the fasting and what God is doing and what he's done, even in us, through us, regardless of what we've been through, we are subject to the anointing and the power of God. And it truly changes everything. And this is the confidence that we have in him that when we ask anything according to his will, which is his word, he hear us. And if we know that he hear us, we know that our petitions are granted. Real talk, Dr. Hancock. We need you to like, comment, subscribe, and share.